0: headed up to Tulsa for a weekend rodeo but my mind rolls back to Texas as I'm staring down the road white lines hypnotize me as I live that night again as I grip the wheel I swear I feel her fingers on my skin like a region where we're dancing in the heat she drives. i
1: Texas,
0: Texas, do you still remember me?
2: This is Radio Fairfax, free-form programming created by the people for the people of Fairfax County, Virginia. Call us or email us 703-560-TALK or radiofairfax at fcac.org. Introducing the YMCA. Sure, you know the Y for a swim or a game of hoops, but we're more than that. We're a cause. When you take a jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training, practice yoga, as a team practices her leadership skills. We give people of all ages, incomes, and backgrounds a chance to learn, grow, and thrive. So while you might think of the Y as the place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. That's the Y. We're so much more. Visit ymca.net slash more.
3: Join me, Reggie Marston, the original HGTV's House Detective, here on Radio Fairfax for the House P.I., Tune in every Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. and get the latest info affecting homeowners, buyers, and sellers. Hear interviews with special guests from the real estate industry. And I'll share my 42 years of knowledge and experience to deliver insightful information. Not your typical run-of-the-mill how-to DIY show. The House P.I. with me, Reggie Marston, Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. on Radio Fairfax.
4: Thank you for listening to our folk music mix heard every Sunday on Radio Fairfax.
2: I'd been riding fence all day Way up on the summer range Found a place to make my bed As the evening shadows fled From beyond the campfire light Through the stillness of the night Came the cold song of the wind and the wire. As it strummed the rusted strings, it sang of long-forgotten things, many moons and many suns of the real americans when the arrow and the bow stalk the range of the buffalo and the car. Sleep balladier whispered to me, I could hear bugle calls and battle cries, broken promises and lies, the spirit.
1: farewell Angelina the sky is trembling and I must go there's no need for anger no need for blame there's nothing to prove everything's still the same just a table standing At the edge of the sea means farewell The guards in the space where the juice and the ace once ran.
4: guys happy happy sunday i am your girl misunderstood you are tuned in to consider this radio only on webr radio fairfax today man y'all don't understand i broke my usb cord okay because i just sleep wild and (laughs) i don't have no i don't you know i'm not gonna even say i don't have anything just yet but right now i just don't have anything we just got to keep it all the way 100 i don't I just don't know how we're going to get through this but we still have a dope show because my outline is ready all right so we have a dope show i do have music and we're gonna have to figure out like the rest of our lives so please call in the number is 703-560-8255 again that number is 703-560-8255 do not call me next week because i gotta find all my drops and all of my music (laughs) for my show on sunday i'm busy like i'm booked and busy Or next week. I have nothing. But until then, again, we got a dope show, so don't go anywhere. We got good-ass sports in the building. And no, it's not a curse word. FCC, you know, people listening don't worry about that that's the name of their um company so we're going to be talking about that all of you guys that do tune in you're going to be in for a treat today because we're going to be talking about more than reality stars connected to football players today they're going to be able to break everything everything down let us know stats and all of that stuff that i just don't know because if he's not dating a kardashian i really don't know who he is unless i've already thought he was attractive yeah that's the way i view sports the number again 703-560-8255 we will be back right after this so don't you guys go anywhere tell a friend if you're on facebook share the link it doesn't cost you anything to do that like push the share button share the link be nice and we'll be back all right right after this don't go nowhere
1: A
5: healthy... hey, yeah. We went from 2 a.m. calls to uh, zero communication Yeah, we spent too long in heaven uh, We felt the elevation Just cause it's different and we're not the same Doesn't mean things have to change I got no trouble with my pride Got trouble cutting ties I don't wanna be your ex We were too good at being friends Can we still hang out on the local Like your ex I don't wanna be your ex Let's skip the awkward running or Pretendin' like we're strangers And get back to how we started Don't pour out on fire Just cause it's different and we're not the same Doesn't mean things have to change I got no trouble with my pride Got trouble cutting ties I don't wanna be your ex We were too good at being friends Can we still hang out on the I don't wanna be a I don't
4: guys we are back happy happy sunday i am your girl misunderstood you are tuned in to consider this radio only on webr radio fairfax and we're about to turn some lemons into some lemonade real quick because i'm done talking about it i'm done putting it in the universe she told me not to put it in the universe i'm done right now we got good ass sports in the building right now romel and i didn't get your name at the boxing event Bryce. bryce, bryce yes, all right bryce oh i'm ria and ria one of Yes.
2: <laughs> Support, you
4: know, she's going to come back. She has an in, uh, um, event planning company, so we got to talk, like, girl talk, do a whole girl show or something. It'd be dope. But we got Bryce and Romel of Good Ass Sports in the building. Rhea is here, you know, just being awesome. Uh, hanging out. I'm sure she's going to chime in on some of these topics, but let everybody know the journey of Good Ass Sports. What is Good Ass Sports? All of that good stuff.
6: Sure, sure. So, uh... About about nine months ago, we uh, we got an idea. Me, Romel, and another partner of ours, Nick. We have a few partners that are involved, but uh, we got an idea to start our own sports network. Obviously, we all know ESPN. We know Fox Sports. We know all the big names, but we felt like the representation in sports reporting. It's none of us, at least none of us in the ownership level. So that's something that we wanted to change. Uh, we are a majority black-owned company. We give you a uh, sport. We, we we do tons of different sports. Uh, we do anything from podcasts. We got TV shows. And, uh, Romel, you want to chime in a little bit? All right. So, uh, hey, world. So
7: basically our, our podcast name is Restore and Rebuild uh, Podcast. And the initiative behind Restore and Rebuild is R&R, Restoring and Rebuilding the Community. So we talk about real hardcore Uh, sports social issues that impact families and individuals but in sports but you need to listen the kitchen table that's what's missing in these households I think we so focused ramped up with our endeavors trying to accumulate money and revenue to support our household we, we lose them hardcore facts and principles there's no more principles and morals in these households no more which sports always provide so Bryce tell them a little bit more
6: yeah 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 like like romel said man we we're we're pushing a positive agenda when it comes to this sports stuff you know a lot of times a lot of times in the world of uh tabloids and, and clickbait, you know people are are down to exploit uh different actions of athletes and stuff like that that's one thing good ass sports will never stand for we're always positive about our athletes we're always trying to spread a positive message and just give people some food for thought that outside of just you know touchdowns and, and and points scored. We're actually giving you behind the scenes looks at uh at at, at, at sports and, and the and the people involved in the, in the in the in the games.
4: Now I have a quick question because Romel brought up a good point in regards to the kitchen table talk, right? And being a single mom, I know I've not been guilty of being able to have consistency because you know you're having to do everything by yourself. So how do you think that we can get back? to it and is it possible to get back to it when lives are so busy?
7: That's easy. And and another reason I say that's easy, you gotta look into our episode of Restore and Rebuild. We did an episode at Alabama University with good friends of mine, Glenn Coffee Jr. and Glenn Coffee Sr. And the title of the episode is There's More to Life than the Pursuit of Money. So I think that's what every individual needs to realize. There's more to life than the Pursuit of Money. Don't let that go over your heads, y'all. Yo.
4: So I agree, right? But my rent is $1,400, and the way it's set up, (laughs) both gas and electric. Y'all know I'd be loving to tell that because it's just too much. But you can't always – so I think for me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, I kind of do my kitchen kitchen table talk like after the fact. It's not like during the time that we're eating. It's just generally like – I might just pop up in the middle of the night and be wanting to spill some gems or something. But I do agree that we do miss that sit down and eat time. You know how you may have used to it with your family or whatever. I personally didn't do it after my mom passed with my aunt because she worked the second shift. So that's another thing about not necessarily generational curse, but just continuing on habits that should be broken. Like my aunt worked during the second shift, so we didn't necessarily eat together. And now I'm generally just doing the same thing unconsciously. So, is entrepreneurship, like, the best way in order to make sure that you can be home during that time with the children? Or, like, what, what did you say to the mom that works or something that may have to work again? Can we change what time we eat at the kitchen table?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: no, nah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I definitely, I definitely feel you with that. And it's like... You know the the momentum that carries through everyday life is almost like you have no choice but to handle what you have to handle. So you lose those precious moments with those you know those people you want to share them with. But one thing I would say, at least as far as what what we're giving out to the people, um, it, it's, it's a lot of audio content. So mm-hmm. nowadays with the audio content, you can be doing anything, you can be going about your life, and you can just pop on the headphones and still listen to it. Kind of killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as that time though, I think that's something that. As people in general, family, friends, whatever it may be, you've got to carve out that time for the people that you care about. Yeah. And, you know, that's just, that's just, that's everybody's personal struggle, everybody's personal battle. But, you know, yeah, it's just something we all got to deal with, I guess.
4: Now I've seen some of the episodes on your TV show and you guys definitely do push buttons. Why, (laughs) why do you feel like, um i don't want to say it's a mission because i think it's needed the topics that you guys have is important it's something you should be talking about because espn is not talking about it so what makes you go with the thought-provoking stories opposed to what's trending
7: a lot of this content out here is watered down it's saturated right now so I really want to give my audience something that's intriguing and stimulating, something they can learn from at the end of the day. You don't want to listen to something that you can't grow. That's the same thing with these this music genre these days, like mumble rap and stuff like that. How can I grow as an individual listening to content like that? Same with our sports show. We want to give you stuff that you can learn from. So that's, that's our main goal and objectives.
4: Well, I will say Bryce did teach me the difference between a knockout and a TKO <laughs> when we were at Bowie State yeah, because, I'm happy,
6: I'm happy you remember look,
4: that. I just <laughs> rolled up on him. I was like, look, I'm, I'm about to write this article and I need help. I don't know I don't know the damn difference, but he did teach me that. So what are some of your thoughts on why you choose the thought-provoking topics as opposed to trending topics?
6: Yeah, definitely. We, uh, well, I, I wouldn't say we stay away from the trending topics, but one thing that we always do is we look for stories that pull us in. Because we know if the story pulls us and if we're intrigued by it, then our chances our audience will be as well. One thing we don't do is we don't shy away from any story. So, like Romel. Gossip pays, bro. Gossip gossip pays. (laughs) Yeah, gossip pays. But like, like Romel said, we did that. Like, for example, our episode in Alabama. I mean, you're talking about a guy like Glenn Coffee, NFL player. Left the NFL to go to the military. Mm -hmm. ESPN's not talking about that story, but there's people out here that might see that and be like,
7: Hey, ESPN ESPN shot me down. Remember that? I reached out to them. They had an event. They wanted to take on additional podcasts. The lady said, You're a day late for submission. There's no way I can accept you. I'll give you guys her name, but I don't know whether it's free. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Yeah, 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 it just, just, I mean, so what, what we're doing is we're trying to give people stories that. Make them think like, okay, if I was in this position, what would I do? You know, we like to try to put people in the in the athlete's shoes because a lot of times we're just sitting back judging the moves of another person without actually being Understand, in their shoes. Yeah,
4: yeah. and would you, <clears throat> sorry, would you guys agree that it's important for you to let the audience know the whole story in order to give them other options, right? Because I think Remy was on BT recently and she mentioned that you we're not necessarily pushing our children. The urban community, I'm not going to say everybody, are not pushing their children to be doctors and lawyers. Instead, you want them to do sports or you want them to be a rapper. So do you think, I I believe that your stories will give them that alternative, especially with the gentleman that left football to go to the military. So instead of teaching our children, hey, I always tell these boys, go to the National Guard. It's $500. I just tried to go, but I was too damn old. But I was trying, (laughs) they lied and said you had to be 34 (laughs) <laughs> they were like, no, the year before, you can't be turning 30. I was so upset because I would have went, yeah, $500. Yeah. You're considered full-time military, um, active military. Why would you, that's better than you being on the corner. And you don't never, National Guard never go to war. But do you think that your stories are giving them alternative?
6: Definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, that you, you really bring up a great point with that because, uh, A lot of times in our community, we are pushing our kids to do certain things, and my biggest issue is when your child—if your child doesn't love that sport that you're pushing them to—they got to have that passion. Uh, We actually, a close friend of ours, Greg Outlaw, he's a professional boxer, um, signed to Real Deal Promotions, and uh, one thing—one thing about Greg is he graduated from Bowie State. You know, and then chose to do, you know, pursue his career in boxing further. So that goes to show you, like, if you truly, truly love what you're doing, you got to stick with it. But that shouldn't, that shouldn't, like, stop you from growing, from your personal growth, whether it be college, whether it be grad school, whatever you want to do. You got to, you got to prioritize your life. And
7: also, for the for the young listeners, you want to maximize your resources. So if you got friends and counterparts that's involved in sports, but you're not really athletic you might want to think about going to law school eventually. It's always something called entertainment law. You can study. You can study um, foreign policy. There's so many things that you, I went to a PWI, so that's my train of thinking. When I was, in, when I was taking these undergrad classes, they was, they was instructing us, government is your best friend. You need to find a government local job, government federal job. You need to get that stability, and you can do whatever you want on the side. So that's my train of thinking with everything I do. You can dibble and dabble in whatever you want to do, but just keep pursuing your dream.
4: When we come back, we're going to dibble and dabble into some of these um, news topics. I know Romel and I spoke briefly about Colin Kaepernick, so we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on a teenager that doesn't believe that she's black. (laughs) I'm not... (laughs) <laughs> quite sure what that's about. Um, One of our favorite celebrities may be going to jail for six years for joyriding. I know in a the country, they did this. So, this wasn't really against the law down south. And, you know, white people say they don't kill white people. So, we'll be back right after this. Y'all guys don't go nowhere. The number 703-560-8255. Again, the number is 560- 8255. Don't forget the 703. Y'all should already know we're in Virginia. Whether you have an Obama phone, boost, mm-hmm. smartphone, Metro PCS, your minutes are free. You should be calling in these guys because Romel is getting ready to go off about calling Kaepernick. And some of y'all ain't going to like it. So you might as well just start calling him right now. I'm just letting you know. You know, it's not what you think he's going to say. So we'll be right back right after this. expect me say Hey right, guys we are back I am your girl Miss you are tuning in to consider this radio only on WEBR Radio Fifth X I had did a whole, I made my own intro for the Oh Hell Nah, so y'all got to wait till next Sunday, because <laughs> can't play it today. But <laughs> so that's what we're going to do right now, the Oh Hell Nah segment. Um, There are many topics within this topic, so we'll just get right into it. One of them, they said that um, Brittany Renner, were y'all familiar with her prior to her book? Because I never knew who she was. So she's officially like the new school superhead, head. And um, she wrote a book about all of her sex exploits with all of the football players, celebrities, XYZ. And just so happened, Colin Kaepernick was one of them. However, he didn't pay for any of her flights to go to come see her or anything like that. So people on social media were straight clowning her because they were like, um, you know, Cap didn't even pay for you to come out. Now, on the contrary to that, Romel and I had spoke, I think it was at the boxing event in regards to uh, Kaepernick in itself. And I know Bryce doesn't believe that he's an opportunist as we do. (laughs) But um, Romel, let everybody know what do you think about the whole money situation and Nike, because Nike's stock went up once he was signed.
7: Well, it's currently going down too. We were just looking at just that. Just looking it up. <laughs> but um, as as you say, Nike stock went up. You know, with that being said, I feel as though he used. Well, Nike used him to to gain more of you know the urban based community. But as you know it too, that's why the stock is going down. Mm-hmm. We don't support. You know,
8: mm-hmm.
7: if it's free, we we attend. If it's free, we're gonna wear it. But far as purchasing, we're not gonna pay thirty nine dollars for some uh, jogger pants and keep supporting it just because Kaepernick went along and signed with them.
6: Yeah, I'm definitely not. So, oh, man. so- <laughs> y'all going hard? Y'all going hard on my boy Cap, man. You guys are going real hard on my boy Cap. So
4: I'm gonna give my <clears throat> my uh, weird ideology about it, right? So I personally believe. Something happened to him on the back end, right? Being someone that does community work, that uses all my money to do it, I know how people work in this community. We have people that do stuff for Instagram mm-hmm. that doesn't care about the community, but because they have more followers, everything look cute. So they're the photo op activists. That's what I call them. You have your photo op activists. You have your poor activists like me. And then you have people <laughs> that never post but do a lot of work in the community, and they're just not on social media. Yep. Kaepernick to me is a photo op one. I don't know what happened to him, but I believe something personally woke him up because I know it is so hard to get people to come and support to come and support community events. It's hard to get your cousin to come down, your uncle to come. Nobody wants to come to a free event, especially if they're not getting anything out of it. Nobody wants to march. People generally just don't want to do that. And I know that firsthand. I have friends that won't even post my community (laughs) events, but they're supposed to be my friends, right? Uh So to me... I just think something happened to him to make him open up. I don't think it had anything to do about I think Tamir Rice was the person they was trying to blame it on, the, the, the other young guy that was ended up getting shot, and then that's when he decided to kneel. I think it's a little deeper than that. I don't know what it is, but I don't believe that he just woke up and because yeah. of the shooting. Because if that's the case, wouldn't more of his peers be doing the same thing, right?
8: Yeah. It
4: wouldn't just be, like, you just trying to do this.
6: Yeah, no, and no, I... I... I see where you're coming from. I definitely see where you're coming from. And as somebody that does, uh, you know, community organizing, you definitely got an interesting take on it. All I would say is that, like, how somebody wakes up, to me, is never – I I don't like to discuss it. As long as they wake up. And uh, Kaepernick had his coming coming moment where he woke up. And (laughs) however it happened, whoever encouraged it, whatever was encouraged by, I personally appreciate it, mainly because – you're looking at a man that literally risked everything, his entire livelihood. He got fired, bro. Bro, he was kneeling, and he got fired for kneeling. It's different. Did, did he
7: kneel during his rookie year? It doesn't matter. Did he kneel during his rookie matter. year when he was at the league How minimum? old was
6: he? Was he 22? But you you're still are aware you, are of you social... That, are you that you conscious at 22? So yes. You oh, so what were you doing? Look Chance the Rapper. Okay, I got you. I got you. But But, but you guys are judging the man because of when he woke up. Instead of just appreciating the fact that he woke for his best th- benefit I mean, when his
7: when his career was on a decline and the team was opting to release him, not trade him, but opting to release him, that means cutting him.
6: So no, he, was, tr- he was kneeling before that. He was kneeling before. Yeah, he was kneeling. He was kneeling before the team tried to cut him.
9: I appreciate what he did. I definitely think he uh, he definitely woke some people up, and I agree with you, Bryce. It's not about it's it's about when you wake up, but I do think he's turned that into a business opportunity. But you can't blame him because, I mean, at the end of the day, he needs to get his money. But it's kind of like, if, do you have the same motive behind your cause that you did when you first know? When you put your whole career on the line? And see,
4: that's that's the thing that bothers me is motives. I can name a lot of community leaders that don't have proper motives, but they get all of the money. So for me personally, someone that spends her own money... You know, I got two grants this year, but they weren't big grants. So for somebody that I have to go to work and do other things to make money to fund my events, I have a problem with your motive. And I definitely have a problem with your motive because you do move further than the people that have good intentions, but you may not be able to get that same light. That's the only thing about me. I personally thought Kaepernick was sorry, period, like before, and he's making more money now that he doesn't play football than he was when he was playing football. How much,
6: How much? much? How much money is he making right now?
4: I know he got, like, a million-dollar deal with something. I don't know, per se, and I don't have the article up, so don't beat me in my head. I don't want to lie on him. But he did get, like, the book deal The Nike gave him money. He had stock in Nike when Nike went up. I don't know if he sold the stock. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I do think that celebrities should use their spotlight for good. I just think it doesn't last long when the intentions are so bad because you have so many good people with good intentions that never get that opportunity, and then you have bad people with bad bad people with bad intentions, and they get the opportunity. That's my only thing about it. And yeah. wasn't I mean, y'all are the sports guys. Wasn't he sorry anyway? He wasn't nah, a good nah, nah, player, nah. was if you, he?
6: If you take a look at the, the the league right now, we got a quarterback probably in game just ended named Blake Bortles who's one of, statistically, just one of the worst guys <laughs> in the league. Kaepernick's, Kaepernick's numbers for years have been, had been better, you know, if you compare the numbers side by side. So it's definitely not an issue of how talented he was. That's not the reason why he's in the NFL. And I think that's the part that we're kind of missing right here, is the reason he's not in the NFL is because he took a knee. So if we could just keep that in perspective, I think we all like you. So can the, I ask you this? Sure, sure, sure.
4: What about the other football players that took a knee that are still in the NFL? Because right, he's so, not the only one kneeling. So,
6: so, so he was the first, right? Let's like, we know we know he was the first. Now, was he? Yeah, he was. He was. He was. The, he was the first. He was, okay,
4: you were no sports better yeah, he, he than me. He was,
6: the, he was the first. He was the first player to kneel and for it to be you know on camera, um, which he didn't ask for. Now, now I, I do feel what you guys are saying as far, as far as the, as far as the Nike. But if you really think, who do you think? <laughs> it's Nike. It's, think about Jordan. Jo- Nike owns Jordan. We go shoot each other for Jordans, and you guys are mad at Kaepernick for using his likeness. Oh That's, no, to I'm me not mad like, about that. No, I'm just saying. I, I know, I know. You know, I know we're not mad. I'm just saying, like, when we think about it from that perspective, let's blame Nike if you want to point a finger. You can't, you know, you can't blame someone maybe for capitalizing off their likeness, especially when that person just left millions and millions and millions of dollars on the table so we'll
4: say this they did the same thing with Serena Williams right so that was a thing because I think she would have they made her a latex thing like Mm. Black Panther but then she ended up wearing a tutu so people were saying that if Nike was really for the people then why wouldn't you have protested for her to wear what you made
6: her well I hope no one thinks Nike's for the people (laughs) Nike is for the bottom line that was a calculated (laughs) move by Nike but I'm just not mad at Colin Kaepernick for signing on that dotted line to get that check. Like I'm just not mad at that, especially considering what he sacrificed. Uh, I, I do think that we, at the end of the day, we all need a job. We got, we got your, your pastor, your church probably probably drives in a Bentley if you go to one of the mega churches. Is that a problem? That's why I
4: don't go to church. It's, mean, it's a just, problem for me because the church don't donate nothing. I'm sure it is. But most it's of like, them, I
6: mean, the, the, the pastors got got private jets. They got PJs. I mean, and
7: but, they doing and they doing God work.
6: <laughs> right. You know. So, <laughs> Hey, I mean, I hey, one, one thing church. we can say I for sure. I bomb dope church. I think one thing we can say for sure is um, outside of, uh, you know, disagreeing or agreeing with Kaepernick, he pushed an agenda at a time where it needed to be pushed. You know, he got people talking about an issue that needed to be talked about. And the NFL... And their owners, majority, well, all white owners in the NFL. One they, player they not bigger than the NFL. Man. They were not going to have it. One player is not bigger than the NFL. I could say it as much.
4: And what happened to Puffy and them doing their own league? Remember they were talking about that?
6: Yeah, they were trying to get the Carolina Panthers, but uh, I mean, that's going to be a long time coming. Hopefully, one day, we know that that something like that will be able to happen. But such a, the NFL is such a tight circle of, uh, of those owners, and mm-hmm. they're not, they don't want to let one of us in.
4: So, speaking of letting in, do you guys see color?
6: Of course, of course, of course. I don't, I don't think we have a choice, do we?
4: Well, let me play this clip and then we'll come back to somebody that do not see color. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Prince William County
2: Human Rights Commission, Corey Stewart's immigration agenda drove increases in hate group activity and attempted fire violence. He's cozy up to the white supremacist's divisive agenda. Don't let Corey Stewart represent us in the Senate.
0: I want to introduce you to someone, uh, Spirit, a life coach and therapist from Atlanta as a life coach and as a very accomplished and successful African-American woman, um, what, what are you hearing and what do you have to say to this young woman?
4: Well, you know, I think if you get caught up in the very extreme things that she's talking about, then you miss the tragedy of her story, Dr. Phil. And the tragedy is, unfortunately, mom, you didn't intend to, and I actually heard you say, well, what I told her about who she was and then told her the truth later on, well, nobody was gonna get hurt. Unfortunately, somebody did. The most important person, and that was your daughter. You lied to her about who she was, and then when you told her that she was something else, it caused a complete identity crisis. So we have issues around culture, we have issues around class, we have issues around racial identity, and we have issues...
7: Where was is this done during your rookie year? Why do you
4: need to do it with All right, so... As everything else today, that was the wrong clip. Point blank period. <laughs> the girl don't think she black.
6: I think everybody saw that one too. I think I think most people saw that clip.
4: I'm confused. Like, can we just wake up? Now, Dr. Phil broke it down and was like, your race is something you can't choose, but you can choose your ethnicity. Right. I can't talk today. Did I say right? Ethnicity. Okay. So he said you can choose that because that means that you're picking things that you feel more similar. I didn't even know we could pick that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Rena. Rhea, mm-hmm. are you black? Yeah. Romel, are you black?
7: I'm Mexican because I love tequila, I love to work, <laughs> and I love beans.
4: Bryce, are you black?
6: I am. I am and proud.
4: Okay. Wow. I think I want to be something else, too. Let me see. What do I want to be? Hmm.
6: Join
7: the family. Mexican.
4: I think I should be Mexican. <laughs> because if I say I'm Jamaican, I'm still black, right? Yep. yep. So yeah, I'm Mexican. Oh. So we all have distinguished who we were today, and according to the 16-year-old girl, she determined that she wasn't black, and as black as can be um, when you look at her. So I don't even know how she, how she came up with that. Now Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey would have wanted to be white. I could get that, but this girl's clearly black and clearly needs some pills. <laughs> what did y'all think when y'all see the video? I didn't. I thought this was like, um, I thought it was a joke at first
9: the memes before I saw the actual video but I just like couldn't stop laughing I really think I don't know it's just a case of a really delusional girl she's lost and unfortunately it's like it this is just sets this sets the stage for like you really have to be there for your children and be truthful with your children like teach them you know who they are you can't support her saying she's white when clearly she's not she's like i have naturally straight hair especially no with sis, her split ends <laughs> Yes, oh. terrible split ends
7: she trolling it's all publicity
9: that's what her? i was thinking too when
4: i, I even know. when i seen it i just thought the family was in for because everything like bryce said Kaepernick is doing trying to get a mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. so can we really blame them for getting a check
6: bryce Oh no, I don't blame anybody for this. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're willing to compromise who you are, hey, go get your money. But I mean, just just be ready for the backlash. Be ready for the backlash. People are gonna see that you're gonna look like a fool. Mm-hmm. And not only that, th- this girl's what 15, 16, 16. One day she's gonna be 25. And one day when she's 25, she gonna realize, damn, dang, I'm black. <laughs> she gonna she will realize yeah. she's black.
4: Yeah. she gonna realize that after this video and in, um, interview, cause this going somebody's going to come after her. Like, yeah. I think that was the wrong race just to wake up and, and decide that she wanted to be. Yeah. Especially in this climate. Like, I mean, it ain't the 60s, but it's I like the same thing in certain areas. Um. So Pooch Hall from the game and Ron uh, Ray Donovan. So after my mom died, I went to the country for about five years. And somebody always had their child on their lap. Now, I don't know if the people were drunk or not. But to me, this wasn't that serious. Cause i don't know if he was drunk like i didn't see the tests. all i know is what they're telling me and i never believe the media but what do you guys think about that and let me tell everybody about the story so if you don't know pooch hall of ray donovan the game and so many other little um i said little i hate when people do that to me sorry movies um actually was indicted and he could be facing up to six years in prison for allowing his two-year-old son to drive the car. Now, we know the boy clearly was only steering the car because he couldn't have been driving with his feet, right? They say he was drunk again. I don't know. I never knew he was an alcoholic. So what do you guys think about it?
9: Wow. Oh, you want me to? <laughs> you got, you got to- <laughs> <laughs> Um. When I saw it, I was like, wow. When I feel like when you're in a position like that, you just have to follow all the rules. You have to be on your Ps and Q's. Now, have
4: you ever lived in a country? No. Have you ever visited the country? No. Okay.
9: So <laughs> I respect your answer. Yeah, so I I don't know. I don't really have a take on it. I mean, luckily Do you weren't. think
4: he should go to jail for six years? No,
9: I don't think so. How I,
4: long do you think he should go? Should he go to jail?
9: I honestly don't think he should. I don't either. To be to be completely honest with you. I mean, I know there are laws out there, all that good stuff, but I, I Romel, we don't know itching. what the circumstances. He
4: was. itching over there. Go ahead, Romel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she
7: already well. She know how I feel about prison reform, <laughs> so I think you want Bryce to answer this question, <laughs> then we can discuss prison
6: reform. <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't think he deserves six years. And I, most of my family is from the country, and uh, you know, you you sound like you know about the country a little bit. Stuff like that is just that's black. natural. It's not a big deal. She black? I, I'm gonna be honest. huh? Cause she's black? No,
4: no I she, said I live, live down there.
6: Not nah, like I mean, I remember, I can remember being uh, like seven, seven years old, maybe seven or eight. In North Carolina, and my uncle just letting me drive his pickup truck. And I, I can yeah. barely reach the
4: pedals. You, you know drive I mean? to the store to give you some moonshine. Yeah. You might be smoking weed. I mean, <laughs> it's the country. And I know they don't live in the country because they were in L.A., I believe. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is for our culture, this is not shocking. Again, t- clearly the two-year-old was not physically driving the car. Right, He was still... The pedal on the bank, which is probably why they got in the car accident. But they, he was still doing the pedal on the brain. The little boy, I don't know what happened. He hasn't talked about it yet, and I'm upset. Do y'all think that he should speak out?
7: Man, I do social work, so I'm not. All, I'm not for substantiating the child from removing him from a family. That's not me. So prison reform, let's talk
6: about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, de- I definitely don't <laughs> ever think anybody's obligated to speak out. And I think that's something that we, uh, we we put on celebrities and people with notoriety. We say, look, if something happens to you, you got to stand up and answer for it to the public. But in yeah. the end of the day, it's your life. If something happens, you're not obligated to say anything to anybody. You're obligated to account for your family, and that's it. Yeah,
9: I completely agree. I agree with that. Some people get tied to these celebrities like they owe us an explanation like as if we're in a relationship with them mm-hmm. and you don't owe us anything. Owe but us your work and that's it.
4: <laughs> due to social media and media period I think that you are in a relationship with them because unfortunately these are this article is everywhere. It's on Euro Web BOSA, um, Media Takeout Fox 5 like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to know about it but they're reporting about it. So I do want to know the outcome and like what happened and mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. he necessarily needs to do like a press conference Mm-mm. maybe just on a social media but like I really want to know were you even drunk cause you know I just know I always play the devil's advocate like I don't believe everything that I read period mm-hmm. point blank period I always think it's another side to it so he always seemed really responsible I just don't even take this whole thing so- and why the person that he hit didn't come out cause this would have been their time to get there 15 minutes Yeah, that person never came out yet
7: See, but from, like, a protective service, like, perspective. Like, did he have any prior history of doing this? Do he have any type of medical conditions? So far they said no.
4: So far. But, again, we don't know.
7: And it's really hard to call, though. But my perspective, nobody want to see their child, you know, with another family.
4: No. Well, they, they did let the mother come pick the baby up from jail. Like, they didn't even call CPS, which was a good thing. So the mom was able to come get the child. Um, I don't know. It's just hard to like really have a real take on it because, again, we don't know the ins and the outs Mm -hmm. of it. It's just surface right now. And, of course, everybody's making him look bad. So I don't want to go down that road because I think we all have done things where if you didn't get to explain, it may look like a bad situation. Mm -hmm. Just like the girl dropping the two-year-old boy off. Did y'all see that video? Oh, yeah. Uh So according to her... Which is southeast, I can see this happening. (laughs) According to her, the mother was in the hospital, which she was. The mother and the child's father, wife, don't get along. So they, according to them, I think it's either they had a restraining order or they have one, like, they're in the courts. Mm -hmm. So the girl told the woman, drop the baby off. Don't say nothing to this broad. Just drop the baby off and go. But I don't think she meant without the woman opening the door.
6: Oh, <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, you know, that optic that was bad. What would
4: yeah. you have done if somebody would have did that to your baby? <laughs> would she still be your friend today?
6: Pow, pow. <laughs>
9: yeah. That's it, that's it. Because what if the baby ran off? I mean, the baby was standing there like, uh, yeah, <laughs> what's going on? He looked at her while she was running yeah. away. So what if he ran into the street? Like, what if something would have happened to him? We definitely.
4: So we done. I probably would have definitely caught a case after I got out the ER. Absolutely. Especially because my child was with CPS. Now, CPS did come and get that baby. Oh, wow. Now, what, but the problem was the father lived next door to the house. Oh, yeah, it was the wrong house. <laughs> what in the world? The girl talking about she was cold. Yeah. So on the interview, the lady said, well, why would you leave a two-year-old and the- you ain't think the baby was going to be cold? If you're cold, wouldn't you think the baby's going to be cold?
9: It's a backstory that's missing that we don't know about. Girl, sure. the backstory is she need to be punched in her face. Yep, that's it. <laughs> now, according to
4: the community down in Jeffersontown, Kentucky, two black people were killed inside the Kroger. According to witnesses, they said that white people don't kill black. Te- uh, white people.
7: It's more black on black violence
6: than anything.
4: But what about the man that just went inside of that um that temple and killed yeah, like 30 people at one crazy. time?
6: It's crazy, man. And
4: none of them were black people right now. I, th- I, think, uh,
6: <laughs> I, think, I think... That's what our uh, media reports, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know, the time we live in right now, is a lot of inciting of violence. You know, people... I mean I'm not even gonna say this guy's name we all know uh who the commander-in chief is at the moment but it just is really getting the people and you know people are starting to act out on these on these notions that he's giving them he's not telling people to go out there and commit these violent acts but he's giving them that that spirit he's putting that spirit that violent spirit into people so you think he's that bad bro no nah, I mean I don't, not not don't get me wrong everybody is an individual at the end of the day but I think it was I think it was clear I think it's clear that he's definitely been He's definitely been uh, trying to get those reactions out of people. But don't
4: you think that I always feel like people are distractions. Mm -hmm. I felt like Obama was a distraction, Mm -hmm. and I feel like Trump is a distraction. Now, distraction for what? I don't have that answer.
7: Did Obama go to Ferguson?
4: I don't think he did, did he?
7: Hold on, hold on. One more question. (laughs) Is uh, Chicago federally regulated? Yes. They are? Yeah. Under what administration what administration ensured that Chicago was federally regulated when they are dealing with all them shootings and mass
6: killings and stuff like that? What are you talking about with what, what, what he did with? Yeah. I mean, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We saw Kanye and Jim Brown uh, in, <laughs> in the over office making us look, setting us back But how well, many years? You that's think? what
7: the media showed us. What was the true conversation when the cameras was off? All, All right, right I love, so since so y'all want to
4: go there, <laughs> let's go there then, Romel, Do you think Kanye has a bigger purpose than, because two people came out, Nick Cannon, these may not be creditable, and Ray J said the same thing, right? We only see the back end of what Kanye is doing, mm-hmm. not necessarily the reason why the seat at the disabled. So you always got something to say. So how do you feel about this Kanye and Trump bromance that they got going
7: on? Man, it's kind of funny because uh, I was reading the an article, and Ti said Kanye actually invited him. But last time I checked, I didn't know uh, ex-cons can get a get a minute admitted, admitted into the White House. Whoa,
4: they're not supposed to.
7: But Ti got a record, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, he definitely has a record.
7: <laughs> but hey, Trump called Kanye, and he called Jim Brown. So I think he definitely was trying to tackle you know the African American base. As uh, far as Jim Brown, he did a lot. He was he was an advocate for the black community. He still is. So you can't fault him for what he's trying do to do. But do you
4: think that Kanye is stupid or do you think he has a plan?
7: I think he has a lot of things mis- misconstrued. But I feel as though he has, with Jim Brown, he has a good affiliate, affiliate that can mold him and guide him in the right direction of what the community actually needs.
9: I don't think he can be molded though. Like, Kanye <laughs> is Kanye. Yeah. I think Kanye has a plan. But it's all about your intention and your delivery. So how he's, like, delivering it to the public, all we see, like, people that don't know his plan, all we see is, like, Kanye at the table with Trump. So it's, like, two enemies now instead of us really looking into what he has would to Would you say. not go? If Trump invited you, would you go? If I needed a platform to get, like, my plans out there or to advocate for... She did. She
7: wanted to go to the Trump Hotel in Chicago.
9: I did. <laughs> would if you go? Nice, yeah. He would, would you go? Be
6: there. <laughs> oh, I... If I... If I if I was to go and speak to Trump...
4: No, that, the that, question is, no, will you go? Not what you're talking about. Probably
6: not. <laughs> I <laughs> would go. I, I, would, I, would, say something, yeah, I would say something too crazy. <laughs>
9: right. <laughs> You'll get put out, Brian? So go oh, and do that. Out, <laughs> so <laughs> go and do that.
6: Secret Service will be on my tail.
9: Yeah. My
4: thing is, I don't, I don't have an issue with anybody going to talk to him. Unfortunately, they never give us the video of what they're discussing that's the problem right yeah because to me i don't have any issues with trump trump is like every other 80 year old that lived through segregation because your nana or your grandma have said some racist stuff at the table you Mm -hmm. want to talk about kitchen table that may not should leave the house and it doesn't because she's not the president but to me he's the same person so i don't you know, I've been around elders that may have said something it's like, what? It is not nineteen sixty two. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Um so I don't pay I don't pay him no attention. I don't have no feelings towards him, good or bad. I just think that that's who he that's who he is and me personally in my own journey i'm just taking people for who they are at face value i don't think he should have became the president because he's not qualified if that's the case i should run tomorrow i mean if anybody if you don't have to have the education one if you don't have to have the experience that anybody should apply and go and be president but i just think that like bryce said he's just igniting a lot of things that people already felt people Mm -hmm. were already feeling this way and now they feel like they have the, um, the obligation to show you how they really feel because the interesting thing is everybody's mad at Trump but what about all of these corporations that um, uh, voted for him oh. I'm, I'm sure your boss voted for Trump so you gonna quit
9: your job because like, you mad at Trump, right? Like you ain't we, gonna do that. Like we were talking about earlier, though. I think. Oh,
7: but what what makes Trump racist? Everyone's saying he's racist, but what makes him? What did he do that's racist? I don't racist? think unemployment I, is at an all time. I
9: think it's his comments about certain things that people. Unemployment is at an all time. Right. I got no, say it. it. No,
7: unemployment is at an all time.
9: Hi. <laughs> I, he no, he's gonna,
4: gonna like, say
9: low because you see him keep sh- switching his hands. <laughs> no, but let me. I do want to say this. I feel like, um, well, our generation—we're all like social media advocates. Mm-hmm. So we scroll on Instagram and we see a post, and, and that automatically registers as our opinion. I'm not speaking for like. I'm speaking for like in a general sense. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people they dislike Trump because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what social media says. Yeah, or, but I know. think we need to get our own mind. And we again, I'm do. I'm
4: not Romel. I'm not taking that for him because yeah. Romel is taking that for. Him. I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking that for him. I'm not taking that for But I just think that, is he a racist? I don't know, man. Do he say foul stuff? Yes. Yeah. Should his Twitter be taken away? Yes. Does he need to be, Um, what we do when we get rid of him? I forgot Impe- what it's called. Do we need to get impeached? Yes. I agree with all of that. Yeah. But if you... That's why I don't get on social media. One, my mouth is terrible. I think my show last week or the week before last, people probably didn't know what was going on because (laughs) that's not generally how I talk on social media. But I think sometimes if people were able to be with you... 24-7, you're going you to look racist to somebody, too. Yeah. We, we all would. Yeah. So I just think it's it's the platform that he's had. And, again, I am not taking up for him because I think he does not need to be there at all. But I just think it's a distraction for everything else that's going on. Just like Maria Bowser is always talking about affordable housing, that's weird because oh. it's not. it doesn't oh. exist. Yeah. Because, like, I'm in the middle of um, purchasing a home. And then even with that, with the programs that they have, right? If you're only a family of two, you can't make over fifty-four thousand dollars to qualify. It's
7: impossible. Well, who it's gonna? To have a home. I have
4: mean, there are some people that has two people, because it's just me and my daughter in their home that don't make fifty-four. But if you have a decent job, you're gonna be making fifty-five to sixty if you got a decent job right Mm -hmm. so that disqualifies me from everything because i only have one child so how is this it's not affordable because you can't afford it so i just think he's just a huge distraction for exactly what's going on and i know dc is not federally regulated because we're not a state but it's just a distraction for everything else that we need to be paying attention to i agree but you was going you had something to say brian oh no i was
6: just going to say i i find it uh slightly ironic that my man to the right of me uh (laughs) Is, is, is so strong in the defense of uh, Trump and Kanye but <laughs> when, when it came to Kaepernick and these guys are, if you think Kaepernick's using his likeness right to profit and you don't see that Trump and Kanye are doing the same thing then you just got to look at it through the you're not looking at Man. it through the same lens the
7: NFL yeah. the NFL the NFL was in a posi- is in a position and was still currently in a position to, to feed my brothers and sisters. They made so many African Americans and Latino based p- people millionaires. So why why am I going to support someone that's trying to do the opposite and reverse that? So me so many of our brothers and sisters make millions from the NFL. We N- work. N- the we NFL point. also
6: hid CTE from uh, its players for years, didn't tell them that their brains were being mm-hmm. degenerated. So mm-hmm. you know you can look at it two ways, man.
4: We're gonna be back because it's getting ready to be a good sports takeover. We have some good sports comments that only they can answer. (laughs) So we're going to be back right after this. It's going to be the good sports takeover. Only on consider this radio. These guys right here are going to be at the anthem on Thursday. Actually, I'm about to text her right now while we got a break. Um, Wu-Tang will be here for the 20th anniversary at the anthem. So you guys got to make sure if you don't have your tickets already that you come through. Right now, this is Cream. I think everybody's favorite. Only on Consider This Radio.
10: Side, the New York Times side,
11: staying alive was no job, at second hands, moms bounced on old man. so then we moved to Shallon land, a young youth, you're rocking the go tooth, low goose, only way I begin to York was drug loot, and let's start it like this, son, bowling with this one, and that one, pulling out gats for fun, but it was just a dream for the team, who was a fiend, started... 16, and running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes, making my way on fire skates. No question, I would speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the dough off, sticking up right boys on board, board. My life got no better. Same. Low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas, rolling in MPVs every week. We made 40 G.
10: Yo, brothers respect mine, I ain't gonna take now. BAP, move from the gate now. Cash fools, everything around.
3: the world deep a man with a dream with plans to make cream was fail. i went to jail at the age of 15 a young buck selling drugs and such who never had much trying to get a clutch on what i could not touch the court lady me i face incarceration pacing. no one upstates my destination handcuffed in back of a bus 40 of us life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough but as the world turned i learned life was. Living in the world, no different from a cell. Mm-hmm. Every day I skate from takes, giving chase, selling base, smoking bones in the staircase. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess. I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed, but I'm still mm-hmm. depressed. And I ask, what's your work? Ready to give up, so I seek the old Earth. Who explain mm-hmm. working hard may help you maintain? To learn to overcome the heartaches and pain. You got mm-hmm. stick-up kids, up cops, and crack rocks, and spray shots, all in a block that stays hot it up to me while i be living proof to kick the truth to the young black youth we saw these running wild smoking sets drinking beer and ain't trying to hear what i'm kicking in his ear Neglected it for now but yo it got to be accepted that what the, the life is
10: hectic cash rules everything around me
4: Alright guys, we are back I am your girl Misunderstood You are tuned in to Consider This Radio Only on WEBR Radio Fairfax I haven't heard this joint in a long time. I think I'm gonna listen to it today (laughs) I love Bilal (laughs) Like I was only into the first two joints But this is one of my favorite Firstborn, second Only on Consider This Radio But right now we have the men Not the guys, the men of good ass sports In the building. That's going to be chiming in on some topics that only they can. Because, hey, everybody knows I'm no sports expert at all. Like, I don't know anything. I did play flag football, though. <laughs> it was so much fun. I wasn't trying to get any um, touchdowns or anything because I didn't want to break anything. But I did participate. <laughs> so, I'm going to do it again next year. Um, <laughs> right now, though, one thing that we're going to talk about is Ray... How do you pronounce his last name? Cruf? Kruf? Ruth,
6: oh, Ray Carruth, yeah.
4: Ray Crew. Okay, so he ended up killing his babies. I don't call people babies, mother, child's mother, 18 years ago, and he's out on bond. Do you guys think, like, he should be a sports commentator right now, or, like, uh, that, don't give him a job?
6: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. uh, that, <laughs> that whole story was, was, was very, very interesting when it started, when it happened, uh... Ray Cruz played for the Carolina Panthers, and he, he, he had gone through troubles in college, and then when he got to the league, like you mentioned, ended up uh, murdering his uh, his child's mother. It's unfortunate. It Sound like some type of movie So disorder. was he
4: already, like, a bad boy?
6: I mean, he wasn't bad. He, he, he had some troubles, but he really wasn't a bad—wasn't known as a bad guy, per se. Um— but I definitely don't think that he should be allowed to be a sports a sports <laughs> analyst.
1: So <laughs> that think, ain't I, it.
6: Or I mean, at least at least you know you, you kind of gotta earn your you gotta earn your keep as an analyst. If he's good, if he's good at it, you know I think everyone deserves a shot. I do believe in second chances. But uh now my be, question
4: is: I think we were none of us was really old enough to follow follow the story. So did he really kill her? That's my question. Or did they just find him? Like, did he admit to killing her? Do y'all know? Or we all know.
7: This sounds like the O.J. story. Yeah, ask me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he admitted to killing her, but I know that he had an issue. In this article, they say about child support, he didn't want to pay child support. But my thing about yeah. it is, you still did eighteen years. Well, so what's the difference? Well, if I remember,
6: if I remember, <laughs> if I remember correctly. If I remember correctly, he was he, he was trying to avoid child support, but I think he also I think she might have been pregnant and yeah. he wanted her to get rid of the baby. Oh, so he just wasn't ready. Yeah, it was it was a lot going on with that story. Um I definitely don't believe and matter of fact, I think what happened was they they saved the baby like after she got killed. Mhm. So uh, yeah, it's a crazy story. I definitely don't think this is. Ladies, back in, though. this
4: is all I gotta say. If you got a man and you don't know for real if he love you, wait till you seven months pregnant and tell him that you're pregnant. I mean, that's the easiest way not to die because there's nothing you can do about the baby, and just keep it moving or just give make somebody else the father. I watch fraternity court and they do that all the time. Like they just be coming up with men, make somebody else the daddy because other than that, it's gonna be on site just like it was with rondo and chris paul would y'all have punched him in the face if he spit on you
6: oh man somebody spit on me that's like (laughs) that's that's one thing i would never and i'm personally i i'm i'm I'm, i try to be calculated so i'm never just gonna like wild out on somebody for anything they say or anything they try to do but in action you always got to respond to actions if somebody spit on me and it touched my face that would be a problem. <laughs> now, I, I watched that video multiple, multiple times, and it's tough to tell if Rondo was talking and it was some spit as a result yeah, of speaking.
4: I didn't see, like, just regular spit. Yeah, I
6: didn't see that either, so it's hard to call that one, but that was crazy.
4: Now, are y'all familiar with their feud? They say the feud started back as early as 2008 yeah. at the Olympics. Then they had another beef in 2012. Then they had another scrimmage on the court in 2009. So these two people just don't like each other.
6: Yeah, and Rondo was once one of the best point guards in the league, as Chris Paul has been. So as Rondo fell off and Chris Paul kept ascending as one of the best guards, it, it seemed like that uh, that clash got a little stronger every time they would play.
7: Man, if LeBron don't, if LeBron don't step up and, and <laughs> be more of an active, activist for his teammates, <laughs> then he's going to have to see me with the hands.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you say it's it. Yeah. Now, we, t- we touched on this briefly in regards to um, NBA being fake woke, okay? Mm-hmm. And according to the Daily Beast article, they declared the NFL, um, I said NFL, NBA is being fake woke due to the point of them, one, not being able to wear, this. somebody got pulled with not being able to wear some sneakers or something, mm-hmm. which was supposedly being a black-owned sneakers. they blocking Kanye sneakers, which he is black, and <laughs> you can't do that. So we already touched on this a little bit. What are your thoughts about the NBA? Well, we know Romel doesn't think anything bad about the NBA, right. but Bryce, what do you think about the NBA? Oh yeah, <laughs>
6: the, the NBA is interesting, interesting because uh, they've they've tried hard to to uh, play hand in hand with the black community. Um, even from their advertisements, they if you watch their advertisements when it comes playoff time, they always use one of the biggest hip-hop songs out mm-hmm. at the moment. The Lil Wayne? Like, now, last year was the J. Cole album mm-hmm. was around the same time. And every time you saw NBA, you heard that J. Cole album. So they try to be synonymous with the culture in that way. But, I mean, you, it, it, it's crazy. Like, matter of fact, a guy had a tattoo. A Supreme, you know yeah, Supreme, the, Supreme the Supreme tattoo. He had the Supreme tattoo. They told me he has to wear a leg sleeve. I mean, it's a tattoo on it's your It's marketing, body. bro.
1: Yeah,
6: it is. But, I mean, you know, it, where, where do we draw the line? I mean, when, when the league
7: not making no money from that. Who is The league not making it, so we are gonna find them, right? Yeah, yeah. But
4: if that's the case, shouldn't everybody tattoo be covered?
6: Right. Because <laughs> I mean, should. should your face be covered? Because you're right. marking yourself when you out there. It's like yeah, I mean, yeah it's, you
4: are the brand. It's
6: just it's yeah.
4: It's I just think that that's like too much, and I'm not against no four. I just think it's too much. Well, go ahead, Romel. What do you think?
7: I mean you guys are right It kind of revert back to slavery You know Uh, You know I can't curse on this show, but yeah. it's it's just like sla- it's modern day slavery. That's all I can say. Right? Yeah. It's
4: like how can you tell somebody that they can't wear a Supreme tattoo? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure somebody got R.I.P. This, a Nike, that. Right. Like, we're pretty sure we all, well, most people have dumb have at least one dumb tattoo that mm-hmm. you shouldn't have got. So, um, and especially the ball players because if they got one, they have like thirty thousand. So I'm confused on it. I don't think I don't like that. So does that make them fake woke though?
6: I don't, I don't know if they're fake woke. It's 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 tough to call. I don't think they. I don't think they fake woke because I don't think they woke at all. So it's hard for me to call them fake woke when I don't even view them as woke. So, like, uh, they ain't even woke at yeah, all. Yeah, they, they not woke. They not woke, but I guess I guess they're closer to fake woke than real woke. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they should just go back to sleep then. Yeah. <laughs> all right, our, pl- our judgment is for the NFL to go back to sleep. When we come back, we're going to have to have um, Good Ass Sports tell us about their future endeavors. What can we expect? When does the podcast air? How can they view you on television? Play plus I want to get three things that they took away from today cuz according to Romel, you're supposed to learn something no that was Bryce about the growing which one of y'all said something about growing no
6: nah, that was me okay
4: was me. Was me. so then I'm you should the you should have grew in this hour and 15 minutes so let's see <laughs> <laughs> I got one tip for you: don't do USBs. Like that's the takeaway for everybody. I'll, don't.
6: That was actually one of my three. So
4: <laughs> thank you, and I'm gonna let you still have that one when we come back. <laughs> so don't you guys go nowhere. We got takeaways and more. Make sure you are by now. You should be following Good Ads Sports everywhere. They're Googleable. I know because I checked. So you can Google them and, um, you know, figure out what they got going on. But they're going to actually tell us what they have going on right after this. And all of y'all, y'all are bad for not calling in because your minutes are free. (laughs) Again, even the Obama phones are free right now. So y'all are just tired because you should have called. Until then, we got Yugi. The joint is called love. Only on consider this. It's
7: free to support.
8: Oh my people, they know I love you so. Where pickies they look like models, oh. Are they they care for you today or tomorrow. They can revive this girl one kind of love.
4: At hey, all right guys we are back we're getting ready to get on out of here but um what i was about to say okay i lost the train of thought we're gonna find out how you guys can get in contact with good ass sports where can you find their social media, even though we've already said it a thousand and 29 times <laughs> and some of the upcoming projects. So I'm gonna let you guys go ahead.
6: Yeah, yeah, we are at good ass sports on every platform. Just the way it sounds, good ass sports. You type it in YouTube.